She's all you'd ever want. She's the kind I'd like to flaunt and take to dinner. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Throwback to School, the podcast where we talk about stuff we liked in high school and whether it's good anymore or not. It's a mystery, and she is a lady, and she's my co-host. I'm Andrew, and my co-host, as always, is... A lady named Liza. She's a lady. Her name is Liza. She's got style. She's got a face. That is two things that you can definitely (laughs) say about Liza. She's got style and she has a face. (laughs) Hi, Liza. How are you? (laughs) Good. How are you today? I'm doing pretty good. We got together and watched something that you liked in high school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what? This also came out when I was in high school and I saw it. But we're not talking about... But we're not talking. But we're not talking about me and my high school days. We're talking about my you and your high school days. High school. This movie is starring Sandy Bulbul, my my BFF, Benny life. Benny Bratt, uh, Ernie Huds, yeah. and a slew of other people I can't name right now. Oh, William Shatner, yes, Candy Bergberg, yeah, yeah. as in Candace Bergen, and who am Some I forgetting? Oh, are they the beautiful, the beautiful Michael Kahn. <laughs> Right, right. Of course, Michael Carr. <laughs> Michael Caine, mm-hmm. or whoever. Um, who doesn't at, understand, like, yeah, who can't. Has lived under a rock. Yeah, who like, doesn't understand that Michael Carr yeah, means Michael Caine. Has Kane. never heard Michael Caine speak before and had him say his own name. I'm Michael Carr. <laughs> I have a wife named Michael Carr. <laughs> uh, so this movie from the year 2000 mm-hmm. is called Miss Congeniality. Reality. Which, if you look it up, it just means Miss amicable yeah misagreeable <laughs> she's the one who gets along with everybody the most which is hilarious because she's such an ugly slob oh my god up until the makeover i thought there was no chance they were gonna pull off i thought she was gonna die and then they would revive her 50 years later oh my gosh that was a possibility at the beginning of the movie <laughs> um so miscongeniality for anybody who isn't familiar uh she's an f sandy sandy sandry <laughs> as we're going to call her from here on out every time. Sandra Bullock plays an FBI agent and they are tracking a serial terrorist or like a domestic terrorist named the citizen. Mm -hmm. And he has targeted a beauty pageant in San Antonio. Right. And so she goes undercover as a representative from New Jersey Mm -hmm. and she is trying to thwart the plot of the citizen. But it turns out there might be more to meet the eye about this investigation. Ooh. Maybe nice. somebody on the inside is involved. Ooh. Yeah. Uh, the underplot of this beautiful summary you gave us is Thanks. that uh, Sandra Bullock plays her her FBA character is uh, perceived as a, one might say, tomboy. She's a dog, all right? <laughs> like, the movie starts with her as a child, like... Being a cute, dorky person, I guess. She's like six or something. Yeah. She has glasses on, so she has to be dorky. Mm-hmm. And then... Huh? <laughs> um, that Excuse world does not me? apply to anybody in this room right now. <laughs> yeah, neither of us. Uh. <laughs> and uh, 
she there's a little boy being like bullied by another very stylish little boy who looks like he just came out of prison yeah (laughs) he's wearing a (laughs) denim cutoff vest on a six-year-old like a like a yeah button up under that and then like tough jeans yeah like he's like trying to show his guns or something it was so hey i would too if i was that kid he was ripped to shreds ripped a ripped six-year-old and he's beating up another kid kid should move to portland he's rip city i don't they call portland rip city do they i thought it was the rose city the rose city well they call it rip city for the portland trailblazers the basketball team because they shoot the basket and it rips through the net cut that i would definitely yes (laughs) yeah it applies to one sports team in portland of which you love the whole genre of sport so yeah yes and also cool. it would be ripped city not rip city oh. if it was if that kid moved to portland so maybe portland should think about one asking that kid to move <laughs> to their town and think about renaming the city to ripped yeah city. that's worth it mm-hmm. definitely worth their time yeah and they definitely know who that kid is now hey do you think he acts still i think he's a bodybuilder no. for sure <laughs> in portland he's got it yeah well now he's moving to portland after i just gave that great idea um yeah so the six-year-old bodybuilder from portland is um beating up another kid and sandy bobo childlike person even though like the little kid who plays her does not look like, like her not at all like not one bit and she comes up and like defends the kid being beat up do you want to bet that his character's name is tough boy I don't want to bet that. I mean, that's that's a listing in the in the cast is uh, tough, even tough bo- boy. They didn't even bother naming him. No, he's tough boy or bully. I'm gonna guess this tough is tough boy. boy. Tough boy was played by Cody Lindley. Of course, his name is Cody. He uh, looked like a Cody. Cody Sorry, Lin- Cody's of the world. Cody Lindley is perhaps best known for his role as Jake Ryan, Miley Cyrus's boyfriend on Disney Channel's hit TV series Hannah Montana. Not. Uh huh. Does she only have one boyfriend in that show, though, or like one of her boyfriends? Uh, it just says Miley Cyrus's boyfriend. It's not Whoa. one of her boyfriends. I, I don't know if this is a surprise. This might actually be a surprise. I've never watched an episode of Hannah Montana. Oh, I is that kind of surprising? No. To you? Okay. You're too old for it. I know, but like I, whatever. Anyways, um, you like to watch Disney Channel, maybe sometimes, and you like cheesy sort yeah. of stuff. But I think you may like. I'm not surprised that like that's. He was also uh, your... Julianne Huff's partner on Dancing with the Stars. Oh, I wouldn't know that. So anyways. I did watch quite Hannah Montana probably too much because I really liked the best friend Lily. She was silly. Oh. Anyway. Anyway. <laughs> oh, he's a vegan. Did you know that? No. Are we still talking about the, the, the bully? Yeah, the bully. Who is in the movie two seconds. I don't know why we're still talking about him. Because uh, of his outfit right he's dressed so well he looks like a little ken doll too he's got like his little hairdo done yeah now he's a dancer he you know what his body is probably ripped because he's a dancer great (laughs) (laughs) i wonder how quickly the fbi would come to my house if i just typed in cody lindley shirtless into my google search oh boy wait the fbi yeah is he wanted? No, like I would be on a list for like looking up because we're talking about him as a child star. Oh. I mean, I'd want pictures of him now where he's like ripped to shreds and you an would adult. want pictures of him. I wouldn't mind seeing. I bet he's got a nice body. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> 
I'm sure he does. I will not too. be. Sh- I will not be shamed for this. I, I hope he still wears Cody that Lindley. If you're listening, denim shredded yeah. jacket. Cody, if you're listening, I think you have. A, I bet you have a great body. I'm sure you're a nice person. And <laughs> you're I, my Miss Congeniality. I ho- yeah, I hope you win Miss Congeniality <laughs> sometime in the future. Anyway, what were we talking I don't remember. What so what what So basically they try to explain that um Sandra Bullock's character is a tough cookie that she uh, likes to defend people. Um she doesn't really care about how people perceive her or that's how they're trying to portray her. Uh, and then it jumps to like her as an adult and she's in the FBI and she like her hair is messy and she hasn't plucked her eyebrows. Her skin is flawless. Like it is so nice um, from the get go. And it's a classic moment in TV where like a quote unquote n- ugly person is not <laughs> is not uh, being recognized for who they are. And they are transformed quote-unquote by another group of people to make look pretty what's that other movie the rom-com movie uh miss congeniality no. two armed and fabulous no. <laughs> no the other one where they do that uh she's all that oh or, uh, here's that girl the, or, yeah the rachel lee cook movie with uh freddie prince jr yeah she's, she, turned, she like takes she's off a her hideous nerd and, and then, yeah yeah and then glitters uh yeah so it's like that but with like plucked eyebrows and a brush yeah because she's like already really fit because but she she's also like eats FBI like a slob she eats like she like and she snorts classic, when she like, laughs yeah, the classic sandra bullock like this is 2000 so it's she's kind of peaking at that point i think um and she's famous for her kind of more physical humor She's a smart ass in the room making weird comments and with like weird ass references that like only her finds funny, which only makes her guys would make. She's just one of the guys. <laughs> yes. And eats with her mouth open. Like the most offensive part to me is that like anything she does is more like she, it looks like she was raised in a cave. Like she has no manner manners in terms of like chewing on meat for too long with her mouth open and eats kind of messy i guess mm-hmm. but that's it really and uh, she it turns out making a bunch of friends and catching the the bad guy bad guy which mm-hmm. is not a guy not a guy spoiler alert yeah. the bad guy is actually not jane fonda it's yeah correct <laughs> jane fonda is actually not in this movie at all to be what? to be uh, completely forward about it not no. only is she not the bad guy she's not in the movie what um yeah i can we watch it again then yeah let's okay we'll stop the podcast right right now and then we're gonna yeah bye bye. we're back (laughs) and we saw it a second time uh she's still not in the movie oh she's not right Uh, oh you were you not looking for it you know i'm any okay we should probably go watch it a third time okay okay Uh, pausing again bye okay we're back okay i did see her this time you saw jane fonda no i saw that it wasn't (laughs) okay because this time i thought i saw jane fonda wait oh do you need to watch it again (sighs) here we go again oh but (laughs) no Uh, but what's her face candace Candace burgeon burgeon is uh turns out like bitter because they're um firing her she runs the show she presents it with willem chatner um and is like in charge of it and has like a power hungry 
mindset. She's she's bitter that they are firing they're, her. Yeah, they're getting rid of her. She used to because, be because like they are hiring someone younger or something. Right. Like she that. at one point in her life was was Miss USA. Yeah. And now she's growing out of the out of it and oh, there's a spotlight. Yeah. And therefore she um teams up with her son who is the creepy dweeb in the background that is always making like nasty ass comments to the pageant women. Mm-hmm. Um so there's like an undertone throughout the movie that you're like that guy is weird and like they're hinting that it's gonna be that he might be the bad guy, but then it, the twist is that like, oh it turns out he's only the muscle for his mom's He's the like, dumb yeah, she's yeah. bossing him around and he's just like the dumb like gross hapless pee- dummy pe- peeping tom yeah i was gonna call him a gross pet peeve Ew. which is i mean he is a pet I peeve mean, he is a pet peeve that of is mine not, yeah. for being a peeping tom i still love that movie it's so we i'm sorry we were like i mean there's I'm not sorry actually <laughs> well then don't apologize <laughs> Liza, don't ever apologize. I mean, there's definitely like parts that are so there's Yeah, we'll get into cool. how there's like very gross parts of the movie, but like there were parts I think like within like two minutes, like Sandra Bullock, I was like, Ugh, she's doing her stick again. And then like as soon as she did, I was like, eh, she's still funny though. Yeah. Like, exactly. We both like, laughed at the thing she was doing. Yeah. So it's I do like I do, I am a sucker for a slapstick. Mm-hmm. I forget that I am, but then it happens. And, and she I'm falls like, a lot in this. She falls a lot on her face from like not being used to wearing heels and or other things um she like tackles people and mm-hmm. beats them up in public um it's fun yeah uh so what brought you to miss congeniality when you were in high school yeah and you know everybody's talking about what they're gonna do this weekend you know like party plans uh-huh. uh you know just like the coolest stuff you know like who's got a bigger crush on ryan gosling or yeah, when was I was he around <laughs> then? I mean, he was alive. Who's the hot guy in in your high school um, days? I think like Brad Pitt was still BP. Big. Okay, yeah, it's not that long ago, but like okay, so there- at least it like where I grew up, it was more like those were the names. Yeah. Still, so you were everybody's talking about where in their wall they're going to put up their Brad Pitt poster. Yeah, and or instead, their Orlando Bloom, or their like- Orlando Bloom poster. <laughs> in some cases, some people's cases, <laughs> pictures of Orlando Bloom dressed up as Legolas. <laughs> He's not uh, dressed up as a little ass. It's just <laughs> I will you call so, my mom. So you were so quick to like correct me that <laughs> because you because I don't like. I don't think he's attractive as Legolas. I'm sorry, but <laughs> long blonde hair. I told you not thing. to. I told you not to apologize. <laughs> and pointy ears. Um. So like, what? Why did you watch? Like, what? Oh, brought I you were going to say, why did you? Like so why did you even Bloom? like Orlando Bloom then? <laughs> if you didn't like him, it is most beautiful. I don't like him as a blonde. I'm sorry. I will say, just to get off on a quick Orlando Bloom tangent. Sure. Whenever he's not Legolas, he usually has like a gross little wispy mustache that yeah, I do not like. No. So I think that's why yeah. I think he's prettier as Legolas mm, than anything shaved. else. Cause yeah, because he, yeah, he's shaved. Yeah. <laughs> no, I feel you. It is very wispy. I don't know. We don't need to talk about Orlando Bloom some more. Fine. He has pretty hair when he's not wearing a giant blonde wig his hair is very pretty when it is a blonde wig though but it's not his hair <laughs> <laughs> well somebody else has pretty blonde hair when he's <laughs> legolas then cool. my wife for instance has pretty blonde hair yeah some people do i'm 
Anyways, I'm so done. why did you watch Miss Congeniality? Get to the point, Liza. I'm tired of these tangents. Well, like we've established before with a uh, certain movie, maybe on episode three, two, five, four, five. Uh, I think it's five. Forces of Nature. I really like Sandra Bullock. I still like her. I just don't watch as much stuff with her anymore. She's not in She's that not much. She's not in that much. Except Ocean's 8. Yes, which I did watch. Um, it also isn't that good. Uh, <laughs> oh, excuse me. Sorry, go ahead. What? Did I say something? Um, I don't remember how I got introduced to the movie, but I feel like it, I have like, it was probably at Blockbuster here. Like, through, well, like what? during the summer here, being in the US mm-hmm. and like watching a bunch of movies because I know it in English more than in French. So I must have watched it more here uh-huh. and i i'm like i think it's most of her movies but i but there's other movies that are like that where like the main female protagonist protagonist like sure there is like a stupid sexist aspect of this like super superficial of Big like time. changing her appearance to make her a better person and like assuming that what she looked like before was ugly kind of bullshit yeah but while in high school, I think it was more like her, like her sense of like, no, I'm, I'm fine being me. Like, I don't need to fit to whatever your expectations yeah. are. Like, I think there's a power to that. And I think as a teen, I was like, yeah, that's, and she mostly likes the fact that she's funny and she's like, she's got quips and like tells off her like very um male centric workplace like she just like gets in her co-workers face all the time of like telling them to f off and i was into that uh (laughs) yeah it's just a funny movie i think it's a funny movie i think it's like a fun there's a good like it's pretty quick like i think the 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 timing is like the scenes don't drag too long at least for me there's a there's like a good balance between funny and then like some cheesy parts it's just a good like if you're sick at home kind of movie. It's, it feels like the kind of movie that was probably on like TBS and yeah, TNT a like a lot, Every and so it's probably like a pretty pretty good chance like people have just seen this on TV. Yeah, even if they've not like sat down with the intention of like I'm gonna watch Miss Congeniality today. Yeah, like it's a very easy watch, mm-hmm. except that like. Well, now with with like 18 years later, it's since the, it was made. The men in this movie are. Two, like except for maybe William Shatner and Michael Caine, and yeah, and Michael Caine, they're all pigs. Yeah, every single one is a disgusting. All the FBI agents are disgusting. Yeah, there's a whole lot of like sexual harassment within the workplace situations. Oh my god! There's early in the movie, like Benjamin Bratt is like trying to convince Sandra Bullock to be to like go undercover. And he like slaps her ass like three times in, in five scene. minutes. Yeah, that's when they like have like a wrestling fight. Yeah, in their like the FBI gym to convince her, I guess. Yeah. But, but right before that, they have the whole scene of them using computers. Oh yeah, they use like the FBI database of uh-huh. agents, and they go through like the five women that they have uh-huh. to like be like, well, we need an undercover, we need a woman undercover. And we need a pretty woman undercover because there are also like multiple women in that room that they do not. No, they don't cover. They don't yeah. ask or they don't look up on the computer. Um, 
Those the, poor women weren't objectified in the moment. Like, God. I know. They felt really left out and uh, like, what the hell? I know. <laughs> and they like have this stupid ass like non-technology how to explain what the whole scene they use is like about. A, they use like a Barbie.com, like makeadoll.com, like cheesy ass website where you can like dress up a Barbie, like a doll by picking, picking like the garments and the tech fbi guy just drags the dresses from one website to the other yep. which is not how the internet works well i think for the fbi who has like unlimited resources sure in 2000 they, in yeah. 2000 maybe it was a technology that was available and just they realized how much power it had and mm-hmm. so they cut it off mm-hmm. automatically for the rest of the citizens yeah um and so they attach sexy garments to their co-workers pictures on the on the profiles mm-hmm. um and at first it's like all the women which is like that's fucked up well like like it turns into this like big old brawl of the entire office looking at it like they're watching football with like snacks rolling about and like popcorn being thrown in the air yeah, they're everybody all being, cheering yeah. It's just disgusting. And even the women are like, yeah, yeah, bikini on her. Mm-hmm. And then they swap to, to men. And of course, they have like a couple jokes about like, oh, look at the captain with um, a swimsuit on or whatever. And then, uh, yeah, everybody felt really good about themselves yeah. for that scene. So the men are all gross. There's also a, like a, a little bit of homophobia in this movie. Oh, Michael yeah. Caine plays a gay like pageant uh consultant yeah he's the one who like helps sandra Bullock learn the trade of like being in a pageant yeah, and slash, like, like hires all the people that do her hair and her makeup when they introduce him benjamin bratt's in the room and like as soon as it comes out that he's gay like benjamin bratt is just like i'm gonna get out of here Ooh, he uh, touched my yeah. shoulder it's just like Bye. but then like later he's like perfectly fine like touching him and yeah. like being in the set like like Benjamin until Bratt at the very end when they make the joke again where they come back to the show and uh they can't get in like there's some security yeah. point and they can't get in and michael kane who's like known in that community because he's like Sorry, a famous michael kane michael kane michael 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 is a famous consultant is like oh we're here for this and they're like oh mr blah 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 yeah sure and then they stop um benjamin bratt who's the um fbi agent um in like i think he's technically sandra Bullock's boss like he's her sergeant or something yeah they won't let him through and and michael ken says oh we're together and then Benjamin Brand is like, oh, but yeah, but uh, it's not, not like that. Not like, like that. that. It's yeah. just like very relaxed, dude. Yeah, like move on. But it's very 2000. Like, I wish those jokes were never made. Yeah, but it makes sense for them to be made into. It was it, like, yeah, it's it's a little more like like if that joke were made today, you'd be like, that's like that's disgusting. Yeah. It's still gross that it was made then, but it was much more of the time mm-hmm. that like somebody would make a joke like. Now, let's just say there's a gay guy next to this straight guy. How's this straight guy going to act? Yeah. Of course, he's going to be grossed out. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, I also think um, the way they had McElkin portray that character could have been a lot worse. Oh, they could have been much more offensive about it. He's very, like, understated. He's just McElkin, and then you understand by random innuendos that he is gay. Yeah. But it's not, like, his main trade or his main character point is that he's like into the men right 
And all the men in the room. He's not being like super flamboyant yeah. and not like, he well, doesn't have like a, a heavy lisp or anything like yeah, that. Like stuff like, that they, you could see them easily doing in 2000 as like, mm-hmm. how do we make him gayer? Yeah. Yeah. Not like a, yeah. I was thinking like, they could have done it in like, like Jack and Will and Grace or something like yeah. that. But they didn't do that either. No. Which is good. So besides the, pigs uh-huh. and the homophobia it's all right it's all right yeah sandra yeah. bullock's funny in it yeah i mean she she's slipping and sliding all over the place which is a calling card of yeah. sandra bullock and like eating t- pizza a lot yep i do love the ladies around her like mm-hmm. i think there's some cute moments with them there's the classic 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 moment of um miss rhode island who she befriends quite a bit it's a sweet kind of Bubblehead. She gets interviewed by the like during the pageant, and this is a classic moment where she's asked, "Now, Miss Rhode Island, question for your interview is, what is your favorite date?" And she responds, "Ooh, that's a hard one." And then thinks for two seconds and says, "It has to be April twenty fifth because it's not too hot or not too cold. You can wear a light jacket." <laughs> Yeah, that was really funny. It's just like, I love it. I love that shit. It's so funny. It's trying to make fun of itself. I think yeah. like, I think it's totally like a cheesy rom-com movie using like a very superficial um, competition Yeah, as a plot. And, um, but they also like try to be like, this is something silly that someone could say, like the multiple meanings of the word date and then like they also try to show like all the women that are participating like there's like a core five that actually have like speaking roles new york hawaii texas texas uh, rhode island and new jersey yeah um and they uh, in california yeah and they uh they do give them like a little bit of personalities. They have them be catty at the beginning, and then after a while, they become friends. Um, it, sort. Of, I mean, they they get personalities in the way that like movies of that time gave women personalities, and that like they start off hating each other because all right. in in media all women hate each other. Right. But then they get to know each other. They all become friends. Yeah. So it's like it's like baseline women personalities that they were getting. No, like, yeah, and there's nothing deep about this movie at all. Yeah, but there was not like a difference between like Miss Texas's personality versus like Miss California's personality. Like they were not that yeah. different from each other. I guess. I'm just sucked in. I'm like, yeah, they're cute. <laughs> and then there's a weird scene that I think that's 2000 trying to be progressive. Actually, when I think uh-huh. about it, is that at the end when... uh they eliminate from, I think they eliminate from 25 to 10. Yeah. And, or from 10 to 5. 10 to 5. 10 to 5. And Miss New York gets kicked out. And as she's being escorted off the stage, she just like runs up. And this is the part that is televised. And she's like, I just want to say to all the lesbians out there that if I made the top 10, you can too. Yeah. Like it's this like her being an activist i guess or something yeah, it was, but for 2000 and then there's a there's a few gals in the audience they're like i love you karen yeah like, <laughs> it's just so random and like everybody that is in charge of making the show is like oh shit we gotta we gotta go to commercial cut cut yeah, yeah. um but i do think that that's 2000 trying to be 
right. progressive. Like, yeah. look, we had like out of 50 women being in like one of them's in, a one lesbian of them is a lesbian yeah. isn't it cool and they had to like have a moment like that which is not necessary to the plot point yeah but whatever yeah. and then and then Sandra Bullock goes yeah all right yeah cool and they start <laughs> clapping it's so random did you um so you said you saw it in theaters yeah what did why did you go to the theaters for that did you go by yourself was it a no i didn't go by i probably went with my f- Probably my family is my guess. Oh, yeah? Yeah. That's funny. So, Liza, out of five <laughs> pageant crowns, oh. what would you give Miss Congeniality? I would give a Miss Congeniality a... I would still give it a four donuts out of five crowns. Four donuts out of five crowns? Yeah, she keeps stuffing donuts in her okay. bra because they don't let her eat yeah. all the time. Sure. It's a deep cut, Andrew. That's a very deep cut. How about you? Um, I do think that at some point, because the movie runs at about an hour 50. Oh, yeah. Is the runtime. I think there's a little bit, because like early in the movie, there's a lot of laughs to be had in it. I think Mm -hmm. it's like a pretty fun movie. And then like like her transitioning into a pageant participant. I think it kind of loses a little bit of the charm of the movie and then gets it back towards the end. So I, I think it runs a little long. Obviously, the like misogyny and the homophobia is a little troubling. It's not as bad as, say, a, any other movie of its time. Mm-hmm. Um, so I will give it some slight credit for that, but it still doesn't get a ton because it still has these like very misogynistic, gross characters in it mm-hmm. that are not portrayed as the bad guys. They're just dudes. Yeah, yeah. No, they're regular um, men. Around. So I will say that for that, Gets a little knocked down for me. Still fun. There's still some fun parts to it. 2.5 Whoa. crowns All for right. me. That's fine. That's fine. <sighs> Wait. Um, I had something else to ask. Oh, go ahead. I forgot already. No. Uh, if you come back, if you remember, we can come back to it. Sure. Well, I was just gonna go back to the fact that you went with your family to the theaters it's just like it boggles my mind like that's not a type of movie that my family would go see together did you all go see like rom-coms together as a group i i mean i don't think like rom-coms specifically comedy i guess i I think it was probably just more the comedy aspect of it yeah um and it was probably a movie that my mom wanted to see and so we all saw it together that's my guess that sounds fun yeah you ready for the surprise prize? Uh, yeah. Let's do it. Let's do it. Hit it, Abba. <sighs> ah. Does, doesn't it make you relax? It feels like I'm floating above a, a forest. Hey, I'm floating here. <laughs> I'm gliding here. It also feels a little bit like the little drummer boy in the background. Yeah. Just in just time for the so holiday season. season. Can you hear the drums, Fernando? Can you hear the drums, Fernando? I can't answer that because my name's not Fernando. Oh, uh, we it's are in not. We're in this the surprise prize. Surprise prize is another installment of bam, Top bam. Hot 100 Singles. Bam, bam, bam. bam. Cool. From the years that Andrew was in high school. That's right. And this is the last year, correct? Yes. Good job. 2002. <laughs> this is for anybody who doesn't know. This is me doing intensive 
research. Tons of research. <laughs> about uh, Andrew's high school years. Uh-huh. Picking, we did, we did 1998. We did 1999. We did 2000. We did, now we're going to do 2001. I thought we did 2001 already. No, because it's your last year of high school. Well, so I start like 98 was the year I started because we started in September. So it went 98 and then I finished the year 99. And then my last, the year I was in high school was 2001, 2002. Well, we're going to have to do another one. Oh, because we did, snap. We did 2000 last time. Oh, we did? Mm-hmm. Huh. Maybe you should check back and listen to the episode. Bull. Uh-oh. Oh, busted. Oh, my God. All right, 2001. 2001. Fine. Don't look at the sheet. I'm not looking at the sheet. This is a surprise surprise because Andrew doesn't know what I researched. I'm moving, and my, I'm moving my computer. You don't to have anything cover. on that screen besides the recording. Well, I, I'm just moving <laughs> it so I can't even be tempted to look at your paper. <laughs> Fine. And what we're going to do, there is such a thing as the Billboard Mag list of top hot 100 singles uh-huh. of the year. And Andrew's going to try to guess what was the number one and try to guess what was number 100, which is not the least popular, just the least very popular. Uh-huh. No, what did we say? Yeah, 100. It was number 100 on the list of top 100. Yeah. So it's not the least popular song of the year, but just the least popular of the most popular. Right. Okay. Number one. Number one. Would you like some lyrics or do you want to I'm going to guess it right guess? out. And I'm not even, I'm not looking. Please. If you guess it right, I'm going to know you cheated. Oh, then I'm going to guess it wrong on purpose. (laughs) Okay. I did not look at your paper. I promise you. Mm -hmm. I stake my reputation on it. The little one you have. Yeah. Whatever (laughs) reputation I have is on the line here. Um, Is it ain't no lie. Bye, 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 bye. sync. No. What? You have sync on the brain, son. Yeah, of course I do. <laughs> Justin Timberlake is gorgeous. Yes, he is. Uh, okay, give me some lyrics. Uh, all right, you ready? Yeah. Forgetting all I'm lacking, completely incomplete. What? I'll, t- I'll take your invitation. You take all of me. Completely incomplete is the dumbest, smartest lyric line I've ever heard. I don't know. What is it? Do you want the the song title or the... Give me artist. the give me the band. The artiste is named Lifehouse. Oh, f- hanging by a moment by Lifehouse. Yeah. Why oh, do you know my that? God, because uh, I lived during that time and I loved <laughs> Lifehouse. You did? No. Oh, okay. I don't know who they are. This was the number one song of the year. Can you even believe? Ew! It sounds like. Um, what the fuck is his name? <laughs> Eddie Vedder? Yes. And they're wrong. Jeremy. Chasing after you. Oh my Falling God. Falling even more in love with you. This song sucks. <laughs> I mean, he did write completely incomplete, so. But for like a band called Lifehouse, the the lyric completely incomplete totally fits their motif. Um, Are you glad you're listening to this right now? Oh yeah, I love it. Mm -hmm. 
It makes me feel so happy. I feel great listening to this. This is amazing. Yeah, I feel so good right now. Okay, moving on. Do you want to know what uh, runner-up was? Number two? I'm so out of sorts right now because of that song. What? Fallen by Alicia Keys. Fallen by Alicia Keys was below Lifehouse. Yeah, people didn't know shit in 2000. 2001 sucks. Yeah, 2001. Alicia oh, yeah, Keys is a good. treasure, and she got how did runner she get to... runner up? Alicia Keys is a goddess. Oh fuck, that sucks. I'm sorry, Alicia. People Keys. People living in 2001 should have gotten this shit together. Yeah, <laughs> including you. <laughs> kidding, yeah, kidding. Love you, bye. No, it's it's fine. I deserve it. Yeah, this song is much more famous and much better. A better yeah. singer. There's uh, her playing the piano. It's used in a lot more things. Yeah. I mean, number two, like, is still, she's still way up there, but she should be above Lifehouse. It's embarrassing that this is number two. Okay, number 100. You ready? Yeah. Do you want a wild guess? Number 100 in 2001. Uh, it's gonna be. Uh, shoot, you I can take as long as you want. I love this song. <laughs> you just, just want to keep listening to the song. <laughs> Beep bop boo. Um, I'm gonna guess number two thousand, number one hundred in two thousand one is O Town. O Town. Yeah. No, it's not O Town. Dang it. Sorry. Who is it? Or uh, read me some lyrics. Do you okay. have lyrics? You ready? Yeah. Do you want to pause, Alicia? Not really, but Goddess. I'll do it. <laughs> Thank you. All right. <clears throat> Hold me now. I feel contagious. And uh, no. Am I the only place that you've felt to go? Sorry. Let me uh, restart. <laughs> I don't know how to read. Okay. Hold me now. I feel contagious. Am I the only place that you've left to go? She cries her life is like some movie black and white, dead actors faking lives over and over and over again, she cries. Oh, wait. Nuh-uh. You recognize this garbage writing? What is the name the of it? The second sentence doesn't... It's not even grammarly correct. Like, it's... it's I don't understand what you're um, trying to say. The... Fuck. Okay, the band is... Shit. It's like mm. <laughs> Andrew's okay. like strangling himself right now. Ah. Uh, like I I want to say that the band is like gasoline or something like that. Wow. I no way. Are you serious right now? Did no, you, you think, read my no, sheet. What I'm thinking no. is I'm thinking of Glycerin by Bush. Though that's not the song. But you're so close in terms of meaning. What is it? It's fuel. Oh, uh hemorrhage in my hands. I fucking hate you. Right now. <laughs> what the? Why do you have this in your mind? I liked this why song when it happened. Why do you use your memory for this? I don't know. That's a great question. It's another example of songs. Apparently, the late '90s, early 2000s loved songs that had parentheses. Oh yeah, this was hemorrhage. Parentheses, parentheses in, in my, my hands. hands. Yeah. Which hemorrhage in my hands? What does that mean? Like you're bleeding? I don't know. Also, apparently. Spotify does not want me to search for uh, fuel. fuel they're like, no, no, don't thanks. do it. Don't do don't, it. No, we don't need that. Because if you search it, then that means then we have, have to, to we have to find it and play it for you. 
I'm getting a hemorrhage in my brain listening to this. <laughs> Memories are just where you down. He could have played this for Is This Green Day. <laughs> You're right. To me, I'd be like, yeah, sure. I owned this album, by the way. Oh, I'm sorry. It's fine. It sucks. Do you still? No, you don't. You're done with that. It's not. Yeah, I do not. This was like. This is definitely angsty. Oh yeah. Andrew music. No, I'm. I think it's like. It makes so much sense that people in high school would listen to this, but I fucking hate it. It sucks. Oh boy. Do you want to do a quick Is This Green Day? I actually have a, a Spotify me, bro, that I want to play. As long at some as point you too. just quit the song. Okay. Happy. Okay, great. <laughs> okay. Sorry, Fuel, but turns out you're not famous anymore, so I don't. Sorry, Fuel. I hope somebody douses you with water and. Uh, makes it so you can't ignite again because that song sucks Ooh, wow that was smooth thank you thank you um are you ready for is this green day yeah are you ready to party yeah she calls me from the cold just when i was low feeling short of stable all the chin tins and all she keeps inside is in on the label. Yes, it is. This is the same band that was just playing. Fuck this is Fuel. <laughs> oh, I'm terrible at this. This was their most famous song. This is Shimmer. This is better. Like, it doesn't hurt my brain as much as Hemorrhage, I will say. It's not good, no. but the singing at least is it's not less like terrible than and yeah. Atrocious. Like, yeah, atrocious. Atrocious. Thank you. Okay, here's the next one. Is this okay. Green Day? That's all That's you're gonna it? get. Yeah. <sighs> Just immediate. The first instinct is this. Green no, Day. I don't think it is. Are you ready to party though? Because it's a party in the USA. Whoa! Whoa! <laughs> this is Miley Cyrus. This is Miley Cyrus. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I emotion. This is one of those songs I think when it came out I like did not want to like it, but now like it's pretty it's like it's easy to listen to. Like it's a dumb song, but it's like not terrible. Like it's easy to listen to. Yeah. It's crazy to think that that's Miley Cyrus to me. Like, yeah, she's kind of made like a like a turnaround though. Like cause she went from like annoying pop star to like weirdo and like like <laughs> that's Scotty, uh, that's Scotty is, crying. Like, really wanting me to do something, and I don't know what. Um, yeah, she kind of made a turnaround of like sort of annoying, weird celebrity, and now I think she's like back on. I think she's like an activist now. Like she does like music, but she's also like involved. Good for her. Yeah. Um, I just like I yeah. I don't know. Like it's a. To be fair, like that song. If I didn't know that it was Miley Cyrus, because like 
the reference to this song is in everything. Yeah. Party in the USA. Yeah. Like, I would probably like think that to me, it sounds the same as Taylor Swift. I'm yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Um, or, uh, what's the gal that did, um, Friday. Oh, Rebecca black. Yeah. We've done this before. We've done this before. We don't need to rehash this again. <laughs> or uh, call me. Maybe Carly Rae Jepsen. Yeah. All these ladies, I don't listen to that music anymore. So when it comes on the radio, you think randomly, it's all the same. I, yeah, I don't, I don't know which one is which. Okay. So I'm going to play a quick, can you Spotify me, bro? Yeah, let's play quick. Cause Scotty is like, yeah, Scotty's going, yeah, clock it out. He's ready for it to be done. Yeah. Um, you might recognize a singer of this band. Uh Oh, it's rock. This is Don't Stop or We'll Die. The lead singer of this band is Paul Rust from the Netflix show Love. I should have. No, I couldn't have guessed it, but it makes so much sense. I love this album. I love this band. They've been making new. This is their new album. They have a new album called Dazzle Me. Is this like? They just make music. It has nothing to do with like the type of music they make in love. No. Okay. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of that's like a little bit of like I mean, they their have a style. style yeah. But like the one in love, in like specific, they make they make uh, movie movie like, songs yeah. that for movies that don't have songs. Yeah. So this was yeah this is their fourth album. Um, they used to be so the band used to be a trio. It used to be. Paul Rust, uh, Michael Cassidy, and then Harris Whittles was the drummer. Okay. Harris was the writer from Parks and Rec who oh, passed, away? passed away. Oh. So this okay. is their first album without Harris. So I did not know he was in that band. Yeah, he played That's the drums. That guy just keeps coming up. He was in so many things. It's yeah. crazy. He's so just, he's, he was like everywhere. Yeah. So really like this album a lot. It's really fun. Um, some pretty funny tracks on there. Also, like I think. In the same way that we talk about, like, Flight the Concords, mm-hmm. like, like sounding, like, having funny songs, but also sounding good. Yeah. Like, to me, I know, like, especially Paul's voice is not, you know, like, everybody's cup of tea. Mm-hmm. I like his voice, and I think that they are pretty fun, and mm-hmm. they just, like, musically have a lot of talent. Yeah, they're, yeah. And, like, it's doing. a pretty short album. Like, every song is, like, two and a half minutes or less. Oh, funny. And so, Is it's, it, like, is it similar to the song, or is there... Some I mean, they they do variety of songs. So there's another song kind of like that one called Alfred E. Newman. Okay. In it, where they're singing about Mad Magazine, and then <laughs> they have a really funny song called Taco Night. Of course. Play a little bit of that one, but. It's just another Friday night. I'm eating tacos with my wife. We're talking cheddar, pepper, sour cream. She's a real Chattanooga taco machine. And she loves her husband. (laughs) They do, yeah, just a lot of corny, like stuff like that. Where, like, they, for like new age comedians, Mm -hmm. their, their songs are all very tame. I think there's a couple, a couple of their older songs are not as, like, she loves her husband, yeah, you know, PG sort of. Or whatever. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, they're. I mean, they're pretty fun and yeah. harmless. What is the name of the band again? Don't stop or we'll die. Mm. Yeah, and That's this intense. album is called 
Dazzle Me. So Dazzle Me is a really good album. Name, yeah, I will say. Yeah, so it's impressive. That's my can you Spotify me, bro? I love of this it. week. I love it. And do you have anything else you want to say before we go? No, I think everybody should watch Missing Geniality. Okay, in their life. Cool. Just to see what's up. Yeah. Yeah. Final plug Ooh, or final push uh, for Sarah's Kickstarter. She has reached her goal, but yay. you can still contribute. And thank you for those who did. Yeah, those who did. And if you, the keep more you contribute, the more she can put out. Right, so yeah. even though she's reached her goal, keep it coming, baby. Yeah, I think there's like more little treats that come if you contribute now. Yeah, too, like stickers or something. Yeah. Sounds pretty neat. Sounds pretty neat yeah, to me. You can, you can check out her Instagram, Maloney Doodles, Maloney Doodles yeah, on Instagram. or Facebook. And if you, you Google Kickstarter Sarah Maloney, it will pop up. Yeah. Like, no problem. Yeah. Uh, her book is We Watches Us, and I'm very excited to finish it. Yes. So you can check her out on her social medias. There's links on there. Maloney Doodles. Mm-hmm. Give to the Kickstarter. Yeah. And uh, yeah. Anything else, Liza? Oh, last fun fact. I've never seen Miss Congeniality 2 armed and fabulous yeah oh my gosh is michael kane in, in that one let me look it up real quick because <gasps> quick quick running quick oh, oh, oh my god 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 scotty's kicking our butts out the studio yeah. he's like um, you didn't pay for a second hour come on he is not in in the no. sequel neither is, is benjamin brad oh that's why i didn't watch it because i was like i don't know this is a big cast though is it yeah hmm you know who is in it regis philbin mm-hmm. it's me regis from a millionaire. Mm. Who oh. wants to be a millionaire? Oh, I sort of confuse him and William Shatner a lot. That means oh, yeah. they... Um, William Shatner is also him. in this one, too. Oh, there's um, two of them? Because they booked up... Uh, I mean, they locked up Nadja and Fonda, so they got to get <laughs> correct. a second yeah. person. Um, also, real quick, in this movie, Nick Offerman. Nah. Uh, yes. Nick I'm Offerman's definitely in this movie. watching it. Okay. Anytime soon. Diedrich Bader is also in the movie. Regina King. Oh, Regina King Does is so Jillian good. Does Jillian own the second one? Oh, we'll look. We okay. can look. Cool. Uh, anyway, if you like this episode uh, and other episodes, you can review us on iTunes or on Facebook at Throwback to School. Um, you can also send us messages and leave comments on our website, which is goodtalkstudio.com. You can um, find us on Instagram. At throwback to school if you want to i don't know check out pictures and stuff <sighs> uh-huh that'll do it for us okay see you tomorrow see you tomorrow Bye.